The Bible says the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows forth God's handiwork. Amen. In, in other words, the heavens, they're way, way up there. It demonstrates that there's a God and the firmament, the lower heavens. It shows us that's where we live and move and have our being. And God speaks to us through it all. And we give God thanks and we give God praise. Today, won't keep you long. Want to come back to one passage of scripture here. This third verse, we have talked about the Psalms and what the Psalms teach us, what these songs teach us, how these songs are uh, wisdom sayings, these songs uh, provided liturgical music for uh, particular uh, days, high holy days. It taught us how to go to church, Psalm 100, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands, serve the Lord with gladness, enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into God's courts with praise, bless the name of God, give thanks to God. These psalms, they teach us about life and they draw from life the lessons that are important for us. And so Psalm 1, uh, the opening of this hymnal, this ancient hymnal, uh, Psalm 1 is a psalm that has a lot of wisdom in it. And it has a lot of ethical teachings and admonitions. And so it begins uh, with the word blessed. But this particular word blessed here has everything to do with being happy. That's where the whole uh, thing comes from. It's, it's, it's how do you be happy? We talked about already, if you haven't had a chance to listen to it uh, on Facebook, you can go back. Josh have told us all the different places you can get part one and part two of what it means for us to be happy. We have, true happiness is when you have joy on the inside fueling the happiness on the outside that's that's when you got that kind of joy and you know it's no fault of your own why why you might be getting evicted you've done all that you could do but you just lost your job amen you can have joy in knowing everything's gonna be all right God to give you that blessed assurance in your life. You go to the doctor doctor says you have cancer uh, you're like hey and as much as you have been so good to me for all of my years, if this one thing come my way, like my wife says when she was stricken with cancer some eight years ago, shall I only receive good at the hand of God and not evil? That's, that's strong faith. Amen. That's when you got joy on the inside and it's fueling the happiness on the outside. I remember uh, when the recession hit, and I don't know about you, but only one month in my adult life have I ever remember not having any money. It's, it's, it's when you have money, it's one thing to be able to go to the bank, take your money out. But, but when, you, when all your stash of money have been depleted and you cannot pay your mortgage, whoo, that thing... That thing rubs at that deep place in your life. And that's when you have to, you know, you got to have strong faith to say to God, in as much as you have taken care of me all these years, if for one month I can't pay it on time. It's not that can't pay it. Can't pay it on time. That's how you know you've been blessed. It ain't that you can't pay it. You just can't pay it what? On time. 
time. Sometimes that's, that's, that's just the blessing in life to know you can pay it. But it is when you have to reach for your joy to help you to make it through such situations. So we can sing, don't worry, be happy. But it's something about just the nature of life itself that when challenges come your way, it is natural for you to what? Worry. Be concerned. Be overly concerned. But, but I'm learning some things. You know, I'm telling you, the reason I like swimming is I have to meditate a lot. I have to remember uh, uh, the different techniques to make it down uh, that pool. And so I'm meditating a lot and remembering the stuff that I need to be able to execute to be able to get down from one side of the pool to the other. And so when I first started taking swimming lessons, I, I used to swim just like we do in the islands, just get in that water and man, your legs be beating like crazy. Amen. You're trying to paddle as fast as you can and then you paddle and you get about quarter way down the, uh, the pool and you're out of breath. Why? Because somewhere you had learned, somebody had taught you that more paddling gives you more speed and more ability to get down the pool. But I've learned something. I told you, you have to relearn this stuff. Amen. Uh, the, the, there's a thing that says less is more. That in swimming, less is more. In other words, you don't want to beat them legs too fast. You run out of breath. So you just want to keep them just fluttering, just enough. And you're pulling with your arms. Come on, y'all. Sometimes in this life, we have to learn how to worry less and have more confidence in God. Uh, worry less. You need, worrying is going to be there. It's like you're, it's just, you're just fluttering along. You, you're concerned about some things, but, but you can't worry more than you'll be happy in this life. Because if you worry more than you'll be happy, you won't be productive. You won't have a smile on your face. You won't have a good uh, countenance upon, by, uh, uh, about yourself. When people see you coming, they're like, here come the weight here comes the load they run from you but when when you learn how to worry less and be happy more that's when your life takes a different turn I tell you I looked at verse 3 this week all week long I've been playing with verse 3 and you know it says it says uh, he is like a tree Planted, they are like trees that bless people. Happy people are like trees planted by streams of water. In other words, now we've come down to the benefits of a blessed life. We, we have looked at what it means. To, if you want a blessed life, you have to get rid of bad company. That was part one. If you want a blessed life, you have to prioritize the basis of your blessing. That was part two, that you have to delight in the law of the Lord. But today, for, verse, for part three, I want to talk about the benefits of a blessed life. Come on. They are like trees planted by the rivers of water. In other words, they got foundation to them. That when you are, uh, uh, if, if, if you get rid of bad company, 
And if you prioritize the word of God as the basis of your blessing, come on, you are going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come on, y'all. Oh, give me a few minutes of your attention today. We'll have a little fun and go on home. First of all, they are like trees. And not all trees are the same. You have to know what kind of tree you are and your relationship with water. Come on. They are like trees planted by streams of water. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a cactus and you can live out in the desert. Come on, y'all. You don't need a lot of water, but you need water. Come on. Somehow or the other, you need water. And then if you're a tree, you know, uh, you're a banana tree, you got to have enough water. And you're a coconut tree, you got to be close to the water. Come on. In other words, you got to know what kind of tree you are and your water consumption needs. And that is what is going to determine where you are planted in this life. They are like trees. Planted. Come on, that's the problem with us today. Folk want to be happy, but they don't want to be planted anywhere. Come on, y'all. If you can't be potted, you got to be planted. When, when you're potted, you can move from place to place, church to church, city to city. But there's some benefit to be being planted. That when you're planted, you set up roots where you are. Come on, my guy. You're like, everything about this ain't perfect, but this is where I am planted for this season of my life. Come on, y'all. Everybody ought to have a place where you are planted. Come on, why people don't like to be planted? Because they don't want accountability. Come on, y'all. They don't want to be accountable. That, that's why folk don't want to be planted anywhere these days. I, I just want to hear different things. That, that's the new thing. I want to hear new voices, you know. Uh, so they don't want to come to one church. They want to go to multiple churches. But that ain't nothing new. Leonard Sweet talked about that. 10, 15 years ago about people not wanting to be committed to any one church. But, but you have to decide what kind of accountability you need in your life. That when you are missing from church, somebody call you where you're being. Somebody can call you and say, come on in, come on in. Y'all, there's something to be said about being planted. Somebody can look at you and tell, hey, Everything about you ain't right today. The Bible says they are like trees planted by streams of water. I, I like that, Mama Dot, because it is where, where you get your strength from. Come on, y'all. Why do we need water in this life? We need water because we get dehydrated. Come on, y'all. And when you're dehydrated, you get thirsty, and, uh, and it is natural for you to want water, but it ain't just a want. Uh, at some point, you ought to decide, I need my water. Come on, y'all. Life will make you thirsty. When you got to work at life, come on, y'all. Some of you got life real easy, but some of us got to work at life. You got to work at keeping the relationship intact. Come on, you got you got to work. Come on, y'all, at keeping your health intact. And life has a way of making you thirsty. 
And when you're thirsty, you need to decide where you're going to get your water. Because you can't get water from everywhere. The people of Flint still drinking uh, dirty water in America and they still drinking dirty water. One third of America wakes up to some dirty treats. Oh my God. Every day ain't nothing but dirty water. Anything that encourages such horrendous misogyny against women. That, that's dirty water. You need to decide where you get your water. They are like trees planted by streams of, of good water. How do you know when the water is good? Oh my God, it tastes good to you. Come on, y'all. It, it refreshes your soul. Uh, come on, you can't go to every church when you know what your water needs are. Come on, y'all. I don't want to go to a church that reminds me of what I don't have and what I can't change. I want to hear some word that is like living water. They are like trees planted by streams of water. In other words, they are rooted and grounded in that thing right there. I, I, I have a friend of mine that's helping me to counsel one of our members. And my friend is a, a 13, 14 year recovering alcoholic. And this past Thursday, he sent me a, a one of the readings from Thursday uh, the 22nd. Uh, and, and it talked about foundation. And it says for an addict, your foundation of recovery, come on, is priority. Come on, my God. If, if you don't have your foundation of recovery, he says you will lose family. You will lose careers. You will lose resources if you don't decide what is the foundation of your recovery. I, I want to ask you today, what is the foundation of your salvation as a child of God? Have you decided to follow Jesus? Come on, y'all. And has he been your foundation? The Bible says that Jesus is the chief cornerstone upon which the temple of your life shall be built. Ooh. You gotta have strong foundation. I, I need my water, y'all. Come on, I, I don't know about y'all, but I, I need my water. My soul gets thirsty during the course of the week. You know, the young people talk about being thirsty. Ah, when somebody thirsty for you. Ah, come on, you older folk. They're looking at me like I'm crazy. Amen. But the young people know what it means. Isn't that right, DJ? Ah, for you to be thirsty. Girl, Rochelle, you're still young enough to be thirsty, honey. Ah, don't, 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 don't. Don't let them think that because keep gone, you ain't thirsty no more. Ah, you can still strike up a little thirst every now and then. Ah, oh, but in this life, all of us ought to be thirsty for God. Uh, 
That's what the book says. As the deer longs for the water brooks, so does my soul long for you. The, uh, the, the minister, come on, Shirley. I, I'm learning that in this life, the, uh, the, the more you grow and the more you acquire and the, the more sense you got. Come on, you see, when you're young and you're dumb and you're making stupid decisions, come on, my God, you don't pay attention to your thirst and you don't pay attention to where you're a planet. But if by the providence of God, oh God put you in a place where you can be planted at a young age, oh my God, and you can draw from the water brook. You can draw from a life in Jesus, a life that tells you treat people's needs like they are holy. Oh my God, a water brook that tells you, my God, call the demon by his name. Name them family demons. That's where I want to draw from a different kind of Jesus and a different kind of God and a different kind of church. A God that celebrates me rather than condemns me. A God that chases after me rather than a God that runs from me. A God that comforts me rather than a God that condemns me and critiques me. I want to draw from that good water that water that says the more I praise God the more blessing come my way the more word I have in my belly the better decisions I make with my life I want water that will make me rich and not poor water that will heal me and not break me I want to be planted Wednesday, Wednesday morning, Rochelle and Mama Dot, see we had service Tuesday night, prayer meeting on the phone is every morning, Wednesday morning, every Wednesday morning, doesn't matter what part of the world I am. We're going to get on that phone on Wednesday morning. We're going to have prayer at 6 o'clock. Mama Dot and Rochelle were the only two voices that I heard. So rather than muting it, we talked to each other. And flowing out of that, talking to each other, we got to praying. And oh, did the Holy Ghost of the living God water our soul. Rochelle and Mama Dot, what y'all didn't know was how thirsty I was that morning. Thirsty for the hand of God to be on my child. 
as a parent you carry stuff in your heart that you can't always voice to people but when you get to a point where you're so exhausted you need God to come and quench that thirst and that's what happened on that prayer call that all oh, when we got to praying for our children uh, and our children children the exhaustion oh God got replaced with strength come on my God the depletion felt like I was refilled oh revival broke out on the prayer call I, I want you to understand that when you have decided that you will go to the streams of living water to get your strength come on y'all I tell you all, all the time you know I like a good margarita my god oh but when my soul is thirsty I need the presence of God when my child and the blessings I have prayed for is at the forefront of my mind margarita can't do it my god I got to have all the living water water that'll quench my thirst and water that'll pick me up and tell me keep on praying I wonder if I have anybody in here who can testify that when you're thirsty you drink of the water that when you are tired you drink from the water of life that when you are paused lips are dry sweated out everything you got in you trying to deal with the challenges of life that you go to the water his name is jesus he is the best thing that has ever happened to me in him i live and move and have my very being he is the one and only reason i wake up every morning Come on, stand with me all over the chair. I have decided I'm going down with Jesus. I'm in too deep with him to turn around. He the best thing that ever happened to me. When I'm thirsty, he stops by. When I call him, he answers me. My mama don't understand me. Daddy don't understand me. I call him up and I tell him what I want. Listen to me carefully today. If you're in this church, you worry more than you're happy. You fret. 
upset yourself. Fretting wears you out. It ties you out. The issues in your life, just managing them will wear you out. But you have to decide. I'm planting my soul where I can be fed from the stream of living water. This ain't just about joining church. This is about where you get your sustenance in life. This is about how you make it through the tough seasons of your life. What, what you gonna do when life issues deplete you? What you gonna do? You can keep trying to handle it on your own or you can plant yourself. They are like trees planted. You can't do the flip-flopping thing. Church ain't perfect. No church perfect. But we serve a perfect God. That's it. I tell you all the time, I pastor on moral integrity. Not moral purity. My mind go places whoo, just like yours. Mm-hmm. 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 There too. My mind too. But integrity is when you're willing to go full circle to make your wrongs right. That's when you don't make excuses for your mess ups. You're like, that's me. I did that. Yeah, that right. I did it. Now, if, if you care to hear how I got there, I may just tell you. But what you will get out of me, I did it. I, I did it. And I'm willing to do the work of fixing it. Church ain't perfect. Ain't none of us in here perfect. But you still need to be planted in it. You need to be planted.